0: If you think this thing that happened is a positive for me and you seek that road, you can create positive future events to happen. If you think this thing that happened is a negative for me, then you will create future negative events to happen. So failures and mistakes, you know they, they will they will affect they will have some consequences, but you can vastly impact, and guide the direction of your future based on how you look at it. Hi, everyone, welcome to the Rising Father podcast. I'm Chris Rodak. I've been getting a lot of messages recently from guys who need help from guys who are feeling down. And most importantly, and the biggest part of this is they're disappointed with themselves. They feel like they've let themselves down. And because of that, they are kind of spiraling. They're letting this disappointment they have within themselves take them down into bad places where it's hard for them to recover. And what happens is you Let yourself down. You disappoint yourself. You don't hold true to your non-negotiables, your routines and your standards. So you do that and then you disappoint yourself with who you believe you are. you, You have this identity around yourself. You have a story about who you are based on the memories you have of yourself in the past, what you do every day, how you interact with people, how you compose yourself. And what these real things do is it crafts a picture, like a statue or a painting of who you are. And you can look at it, you can see it in your brain, in your subconscious, you have this picture and storyline of who you are as a person. And if that is someone that you admire, if that's someone who you look up to, that's someone that motivates you, then whenever you don't hold yourself true to that person, you let yourself down. And it hurts on a soul level, hurts really deep. And whenever that happens to you, you could start to spiral, because you start to think you're a failure. If you made a a mistake, you start to think that you are the mistake and that that's your identity. And then you don't show up as your best self. You don't show up as your best husband, as the best father you can be. And we have to fix that. And we have to fix that through a perspective change. We have to fix that through a mindset change because mistakes are going to happen. Failures are going to happen. You're going to screw up a lot of times over and over and over again. And whenever you have in your head this perfectionist mindset of, you have to get everything right, or I have to have this certain result. If I have this certain result, then I'll be happy. If that is your mindset, then you're setting yourself up from failure from the beginning. And you're like a rat in a race, just running around, never getting to the end, never truly being happy. You have to understand that you are not your mistakes, that you make mistakes. You are not the mistake. You make mistakes. You're, you have to externalize yourself from these mistakes. Things will happen. You, everything is not going to go according to plan. And just let it be. Just let that part of your life be and don't make it such a identity defining moment whenever you make a failure or a mistake. So say you keep on making mistakes and say you keep on letting yourself down. You can either let that destroy you, or just accept that everyone does that. Everyone keeps on making mistakes. But the longer you fixate on it, and the longer you tear yourself up about it, the more damage it does, you're punishing yourself twice. So you've made the mistake, you've done some damage, whatever it is. And then when you get mad at yourself for making the mistake, you're punishing yourself. And then a lot of times we get mad at ourselves for how we feel about how we feel. So we can even punish ourselves three times. We can punish ourselves over and over and over again. And that's the difference between people that make mistakes and recover and people that make mistakes and stay there. And then if you're the person that makes the mistake let your, makes the mistake, and you let yourself down and then you punish yourself, because you don't learn from it because you're not looking at it like an opportunity. You stay there and then you make more and more mistakes because you're wallowing in this pity, and you're wallowing in the darkness, and you're feeling bad for yourself and you're telling yourself woe is me instead of looking for the learning opportunity. Let me give you an example. I've been I've been talking on my recent podcast about this marketing stuff I've been building. And it's taking weeks and months. I look back on my to do list from April. And I had in April, which is months ago. This was on my big projects to do. So it's been on my mind for a long time. And only recently over the past few months of the summer have I been able to knock it out. For whatever reason, it was just one of those things that I procrastinated with. And I was just, it was confusing. It was vague. It was blurry. And I didn't know where to take the first steps. So guess what? I hired a coach. And then within like one and a half months, I knocked it out because I hired a coach. And as soon as I had a little bit of direction, boom, 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 all the steps were in place and I just made tons of progress on it. So anyway, I was working on this thing for a long time. Required money, required investment of resources and energy. I had to go out and record myself. I had to do a lot of tech stuff. So weeks went into this. And I'm using a editing program called CapCut. I could send it out to have someone else do but and this might be my, one of my downfalls, is for video stuff that's personal to me, I like to have my hands on it at this point, okay? At this point, I like to have my hands on it, especially whenever I'm telling my story, something like that, so it can have my personal touch. So I'm writing the I'm writing the captions, I'm designing it. It's it's my voice, so I'm kind of insisting on doing it. And did all this, I'm just using CapCut, which is the software to design it on my desktop and I uploaded the finished product to CapCut and it said completely uploaded. So in my mind, that means that this project is uploaded to the CapCut software and I can delete the original files. You know, it's like, to me, it's like I have a bucket of red paint and blue paint and I use that paint and I make a painting. If I throw away the buckets of paint, the painting is still there that's how I'm imagining this. So I have this finished product, I upload it to YouTube, put it on my website. And then I'm trying to clear space for my computer because I got a message saying that I'm running out of space and my computer's going to crash. So I started deleting all these podcasts, and old videos and original content that's already uploaded to the cloud. So I deleted ton like 50 gigabytes of videos, including the original file. And then I went back to, cap, to CapCut to double check on it, and the entire thing gone. The only thing there is captions and a couple external small little video clips that I put on. But this weeks and months of work is gone. And I was in the middle of the day. I told my wife, I said, I've been working on this thing for weeks. I'm actually gonna take a lunch break today. <laughs> like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out with my dog. We're gonna go for a, a jog. And I'm just gonna I'm gonna eat something good and we're gonna I'm just gonna enjoy the nice fall weather. And then thirty minutes before that was supposed to happen, the entire video was gone. And I was just imagining to myself I was imagining to myself how late I was gonna have to work that day, what I was gonna have to tell my kids when they wanted to spend time with me about no, actually I have to stay in and do this, what I was gonna have to tell my wife, skipping jujitsu, skipping all I was just imagining the cascading consequences of this little decision of me to clear space on my computer. And I was, for a little bit, I was compounding the effects because the thing happened, the bad thing happened that I deleted. And then I was getting mad at myself for the wasted time. One thing I that drives me insane is wasted time. It's whenever, for example, I wanted to get our kids some type of device where they could contact us. And you're thinking how about a phone? No, <laughs> I don't want to, I didn't want to get them a smartphone. They're not getting smartphones anytime soon. But I wanted to get them something where I don't know, like a watch or something that only connects to, to me, where they can contact me if I want to if I, me and my wife want to go for a walk around the, the neighborhood and they have to reach out to me. So I went down to target because I remember we used to have these we used to have track phones, and you could just it was just easy. They came with it was like 30 bucks came with minutes on it. You could just call someone and you didn't have to do anything. You didn't have to log in to anywhere. You just grabbed a phone at like a gas station. You can make a call. It's easy. So I said, Oh, maybe they still have that kind of thing. So I went to target. I bought, I couldn't find the only track phones I saw were smartphones, which I didn't want to get. And said, so you had to log in here. You had to purchase a plan. You had to do all this stuff, which I didn't want to do. So, I, th- I think it was AT&T had a phone. AT&T had some type of phone where it said, you didn't have to buy a plan. You didn't have to do anything. Just buy this, buy these $30 minutes, buy the $30 phone, and you're good to go. So I grabbed these two things. I went up to the cash register. I told the guy, I said, I I don't know how to do this. I said, but I need it to be really simple because I just, I had this nightmare of buying these phones, having to log into websites, having to call the phone company, Talking to people in you know in India who, who have, don't know who I am, who just this is disaster of customer service trying to get through to people and having this hours of time wasted. So I told the guy, I said, if I buy this phone and I buy these minutes, is that all I need? He said, yep, good to go. I said, so I'm not. I don't need to purchase a plan. I don't need to log into a website. I can leave here with this phone and these minutes, and I'm good. And I can just set it up. He said, yep, it's all you need. I said, great. So what I want to happen. So I drove home, opened the stuff up. First thing it says, log on to at and create an account. I was so mad. So I said, maybe it's going to be easy. Logged on to the website, said I need to purchase a monthly plan. So I said, which is like starting at $30 a month. I said, no, I just want $30 of minutes so my kid can call me for one second if I need to. Like I don't want any plan, so already messing around on the website. You know, an hour is gone. So I'm, and I'm thinking about this time. I'm thinking about what my time is worth, like my hourly rate. I would charge somebody, and just making myself more mad. So right now, when I'm doing this, I'm punishing myself for no reason because I'm the the thing already happened. I already wasted the time, but then I was thinking about how crappy it was that i was wasting the time and making myself more angry so i was punishing myself twice and because of the emotional state i was putting myself in it made me less productive it made me actually yeah it made me a little less productive i was going to say it made me not show up to my kids but actually I, i identified it when it was happening and i said i'm just gonna i have to revert to humor here And I started making fun of myself and then Nathan started making fun of me and then it was a joke about how much time I was wasting so instead of getting upset and angry it became a funny thing about how stupid this was so I was able to correct course with that but that didn't work so just I couldn't and then the phone sat on our counter for two weeks because I said I cannot even touch this thing this thing is a time suck finally I had a little bit of time Available, so I drove to the AT&T store with the AT&T phone, with my receipts, with everything they gave me, and I walked in. It's the first one there. As soon as they opened up, I was like, yes, this is going to be nice and quick. Talked to the guy, I said, "Here's the stuff. Here's the AT&T phone. Here's the minutes." I was told that this was easy to use. Can you tell me how this works? He said, "Did you buy it here?" I said, "No, I bought it at Target." He said, "Well, then you have to go back to Target." I said, but this is an AT&T phone with an AT&T minute card, And I said, this is your stuff. How do I use your stuff? And he said, sorry, I wish I could help you. He said, what's your phone number? I said, for this phone? He's like, yeah. I said, I don't know. I said, I need, if I knew this information, I'd be great. I was told that if I bought these two things, I could walk out the door and start calling people. None of this stuff is here like this little and what was making me even more mad at this time I got mad at this moment was the fact that how cheap the phone was Because I was it was like I was relating the value of my time to the money spent So I said, all this time I'm wasting is on this $30 phone and $30 phone card And This whole story will relate back to the beginning. I promise and So I talked to this guy apparently Target didn't give me a phone number with the phone and we he even looked through it he, this I let him just look through the thing he he could not figure out how to use this AT&T phone the AT&T worker and he was a manager So then I drove back to Target and my dogs in the car I thought like you know I felt bad for him he's a puppy and I I thought oh you know it will be 5 minutes max he's in the car and it was nice out it was like 60s and I just feel bad because he looks at me when I'm walking out of the car and he makes me feel bad. But he's actually sitting right next to me right now. So, you know, he's he's all happy when I get back. I'm like, sorry, buddy. We have to go back to Target. So then we go to Target. I go to the customer service. I said, the at and guy said that you guys didn't give me the phone number for this. And he goes, I don't know how to do any of this stuff. That's an at So I said, return it. Just take it all back. I don't want any of it. So... He returned my $30 temporary film. So I got $30 back. And apparently you cannot get money back for the minutes you bought. So I'm just stuck with $30 of AT&T minutes that I can't use for anything. So in my head, I was punishing myself even more because I was thinking, I was counting up all the hours of time I wasted. And I'm like, well, did I get ahead here? Because sometimes I can justify to myself if I make a mistake or a failure, I really try to spin it and say, well, what is the lesson you learned? What is the opportunity that you actually have here? And I couldn't come up with any positive. <laughs> I said, I wasted three hours of time. And I'm down $30. And at the exact same spot. So really, it was just a net negative. I'm so sure I was like, what? How can I justify this to myself that actually I came out on top here? What can I say? How can I spin this that I learned something? I was like, the only thing I learned is that never ever try to be buy an at and t temporary phone never like because this is a time suck and also if you buy something at target that it belongs to at and t no one will be communicates no one knows how to do anything like you're talking to an hourly employee here and an hourly employee here and they're trying to make sense of you know, like bylaws and guidelines that you're millions of miles away in corporate headquarters like they have no, there's nothing. There's no smoothness, no communication that I can solve and be a part of. So, those are my my lessons. It's just that I'm going to be that old guy. He's like, oh, I don't want to be. I don't want to get involved. That's the that crazy tech stuff. It's going to be too complicated for me. That's going to be me because I was scared off. And then I remembered at Costco, my favorite Costco. If you're listening, I I will be a free spot, a free ambassador for you. They just I love Costco so much. They have everything, and it's always great quality. And I remember years ago seeing these 35-mile range walkie-talkies or kind of radio phones or whatever. They're like $100, so expensive for a walkie-talkie, if you're thinking kid walkie-talkies. But it's a 35-mile range. And I remember seeing it when I was there on just a regular Sunday shopping trip and saying, man, that would be so great to have, like if I don't want to have to be on my phone. Because I like my phone, but a lot of times I just want to, talk to someone for 10 seconds, usually my wife, and I don't have to do any of the other bullshit. Just boom, talk, boom, done. And now that my kids are getting older, I want to be able to go on a walk around the neighborhood with my wife and have my kids call me without them going to YouTube and watching some crazy person on YouTube right after they talk to me or wherever. Maybe I'm the crazy person on YouTube you're watching. You know, I just want them to have one. And even the kids' smartphones have too much stuff. They don't need to text. They don't need five friends they can text. They don't need any social media, anything. Just hit one button, call one person, and that's me or my wife, and that is it. So this walkie-talkie is perfect. And then we we signed up for the same-day Costco shipping. It's free commercial for them. I'm fine with that. And they deliver anything to our house in two hours. So I went on the website, found the walkie-talkies, delivered, paid for them. They came in two hours. I didn't have to leave my house. They just showed up on my front door. I was thinking, man, the convenience, the convenience of this. Like I had, and I thought about all the time and money I wasted trying to get this AT&T phone. And without even leaving my house, I had these perfect walkie-talkies. And then me and my wife walked around the neighborhood with our dog. We gave my son a walkie talkie. Him and my daughter stayed home. Me and my wife took a nice walk together. We just we if we needed to check in on them, we we went boop, talked to them on the phone real quick. My son talked to us a couple times. Once he realized that it worked and he could get in contact with us, he didn't we didn't hear from him. We were gone for 15, 20 minutes, came home, and then boom, it was fine. So it's like these, this is a huge upgrade to my life, these little walkie talkies. So anyway, I don't, that story is about how I don't like to waste time, and also, I was demonstrating how you can punish yourself and get nowhere, like how I was punishing myself for, for realizing how much time I was wasting. My negative thoughts were compounding on each other, causing more damage. But I didn't, I didn't go overboard like I used to. Like I used back in the day, I might have let that really ruin my day. Then my wife would have came home and I would have bitched to her about it. And so I was much much better about it. I. And thankfully, I have a hilarious son who now continues to make fun of me because of that. He likes to say, "Dad, remember how much time you wasted with the phones?" <laughs> or he'll say, "Dad, this is, is this going to be one of those AT and T phone things where you just waste a bunch of time." And we turned it into a funny moment, so I didn't let my emotions get away from me. But that was a mistake that learned some lessons from and recovered. Not, not a ton of lessons. Not a huge return on my failure investment there. But I kind of went away from my VSL story. I was creating the VSL, the computer I thought I lost the, the entire – man, I really went on a tangent about that walkie-talkie thing. This was like five minutes ago. So anyway, I was creating this marketing VSL. The video was gone, and then I was freaking out because I thought I was going to have to do all this stuff to recover it. And then I went on a research rampage about how to find lost backup, backed up files, how to recover files, how to put your f- computer into different – modes where you can just dig into the hard drive and find stuff. And because of that, I was able to set up four to five different systems in place to where I could recover old files, backup everything I have. I set up all the Apple backup stuff that I didn't have before because I have a new computer. And it just caused me to do five to 10 different things to secure everything And I learned a lot about recovering files and backing stuff up in the process. So it ended up being a net positive. And after I did that, the old file came back through one of these methods, I lost nothing. So in this example, it took an hour and a half from whenever I realized the video was gone to getting it all back to where I was before. But in the meantime, during that failure, I learned way more. So that was a net positive. I could have looked on that entire experience as a net negative. I said, man, this wasted so much of my time. And I could have got myself so upset and emotional about how the thing was deleted that, you know, I just went out for a drive and i called my wife and bitched about it. And I being in that emotional state, I wouldn't have done the work to research and to find how to fix it. But I've been working on this a lot and I can control my emotions a lot more. And I recognize that whenever a failure or mistake happens, hey, I have two ways to look at this. I can either learn something from it and come out on top or I can wallow in it and stay down. Same kind of thing happened in our business. We had um, some annoying client thing we had to deal with and it affected us for a little bit But then because of that, we implemented all these safeguards and and systems in place to where that can never happen again. So we can either wallow in it or we can learn from it. If you make a mistake, if you ever make a mistake, when you make a mistake, it does not define you. And you can look at it in multiple ways. You can look at it in ways that tear you down. You can look at it in ways that Um, build you up. It's completely up to you. When a moment in time happens, it only happens in that moment in time. It doesn't affect the past. It doesn't affect the future. The way you perceive that moment in time affects the future. So if you think this thing that happened is a positive for me, and you seek that road, you can create positive future events to happen. If you think this thing that happened is a negative for me, then you will create future negative events to happen. So failures and mistakes. You know, they, they will, they will affect, they will have some consequences, but you can vastly impact and guide the direction of your future based on how you look at it. So if you keep on getting down on yourself, cut yourself some slack. Everyone makes mistakes, you will continue to make mistakes, your wife will make mistakes, your kids will make mistakes, you will make mistakes, again and again, you're going to fail again and again. The only difference is will you stay down and keep on punishing yourself keep on twisting that knife into yourself? Or will you accept that you're human, you have limitations, you're not perfect, you're not going to be perfect. And that is okay. Just love that you're imperfect. To be perfect. That sounds like a hellish life. Every single one of your interactions has a regulation on it, something that you have to look like something that you have to do. You don't want to live like that. That's an impossibility. If you're trying to live in perfectionism means that You're afraid to be creative. It means you're afraid to take on new projects. You're afraid to invest in yourself. You're afraid to take risks because the thought of failure is terrifying to you because if you fail, then you're not perfect. And guess what? The only way success comes is with failure. However much success you want is how much failure you have to endure. That's what I'm learning. I'm not at the top yet. I'm not at where I want to be. In any area of my life, I, have, I will never be. Whenever I'm 70 years old, I'm still going to be working at these things. I'm not going to be one of those country club retiree guys who at 52 years old is sitting on a golf cart 24 hours a day. For me, that's that's not. I can't stand a couple hours of sitting on the couch doing nothing. I feel like a failure when I'm doing that. So I want to keep on going after life. I'm going to keep on making something of myself. And to do that, I have to be willing to make mistakes. I have to be willing to fail because otherwise the option is a safe life. The option is that I pursue things with very little risk of failure. So what does that look like? If I only pursue things that have a little risk of failure, then that means I'm choosing the safe road. The safe road doesn't have any big rewards. You only get big rewards if there are big risks attached to it. A safe road with little risks means that I'll be unfulfilled. It means that my family won't see an inspiring person going after life, and I'll raise safe kids who are who are afraid to take risks as well. I don't want to be like that. I'm okay jumping into the mud and figuring it out. You have to, too. Don't be afraid to make mistakes or fail. We're all failing together. I'm failing. Everyone I know is failing. But you learn from it. You learn from it, you keep on going. I am on a fitness journey. I'm on a business journey. I'm on a family journey. I'm on a get more disciplined and organized journey. All these things I'm trying to do. I'm failing along my way, but I'm also learning along my way. So if that's you, just accept it. Love yourself. Be happy with who you are. You're going to fail you're going to make mistakes and that's okay thank you everyone it went longer than i thought i went on a real tangent there about the the phone <laughs> i forgot i didn't realize how passionate and emotional it was about targeting at&t phones if you enjoyed this please make sure you're following the rising father you're subscribed to all my stuff please leave a five star review wherever you're listening cuz that really helps get this message out if you want to learn more about our men's program man on fire and i have guys having massive transformations and it's hard to describe how great these guys are doing you can look at my profile and see the photos you can read the testimonials you can go to the website and watch the video and see their testimonials and what they say but means nothing until you're actually the man who after two months is down 20 pounds, waking up earlier than he thought possible, tracking what he's eating, feeling great, having energy, your skin's different, your wife loves the way you look, you have more energy for your kids, you feel on fire, confident, you feel like, man, maybe anything is possible. You go from this depths of despair to all this hope. Nothing compares to actually being that man. And like we talked about, do not wait to the perfect time to try something like this, whether it's my program or anyone else's. If you wait for the perfect time, you will be dead. It's never going to come. And if waiting for the perfect time is the only way that you are willing to make a change, then the change you want to make is not worth it to you. The change you want to make is not important enough to you If you are willing to wait to make that change, if finances have to be perfect, if timing has to be perfect, if next month things are a little bit more comfortable for you, to me that sounds like, man, this guy just must, he must be planning a shopping trip, you know, he must be planning a trip to Costco. The weather has to be sunny. I need to not to be raining outside. I need to make sure I have this much money. I need all this stuff has to be perfect. Then I can go to Costco and that will be a fun. No, we're talking about changing your life. If you want to make a massive change in your life, then you have to be willing to do some things that make you uncomfortable and you have to be willing to change. There is no change if you are not willing to change. So if that's you, reach out to me on Instagram, send me a DM and we can have a chat. All right, everybody, see ya.